Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and it's a great day to twerk on the devil. Uh, apparently, all it takes for Christian conservatives to collectively lose their minds is for a Grammy Award-winning artist who is black and gay to slide down a stripper pole all the way to hell and give Satan a lap dance. And look great doing it. That's all it takes. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Lil Nas X released a music video for his song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, uh, about a week and a half ago. And it has about 65 million views on YouTube, and it spawned a bunch of reactions and parody TikToks. Like, it took over the internet, right? Because, one, the song is a bop, and two, the music video had lots of Christian imagery, uh, which pissed off the Christian community for the most part. So I recommend you check it out for yourself if you haven't. I'm not here to dissect the video. I'm here to talk about the outrage and disgust. Um, the video wasn't even about Christianity as a whole. It was about Lil Nas X's own experience with Christianity. You know, that's what art is, using your own experiences to create something. But leave it to the Christians to make it about them. It's fine, though. Nothing makes me smile more than good old-fashioned Christian outrage. And what's wild is the Christians should be happier, at least indifferent, with the video because, spoiler alert, uh, Lil Nas X goes to hell. And <laughs> isn't that what Christians are always preaching? Like, if you're gay, you're going to burn in hell. So, really, their outrage and disgust with the video is just stemming from a gay black man being visible and making popular art. You know, like that's the only explanation. They don't like that a gay music artist is popping off and getting attention. You know, they only want to listen to Skillet and Thousand Foot Crutch. I, don't, I had to look up Christian rock bands, I don't know. I'm like, I've had text conversations with my family where they complain that Christians are having their freedom of religion taken away and the irony is that Christians have always told people and forced people to live by their beliefs. And, and you try to tell them, like, you are more than welcome to practice Christianity. Like, go ahead. But stop trying to govern this country through your religious beliefs. Like, that's why there's separation of church and state. And that's just unacceptable to them. So, really, they want freedom of religion as long as that religion is Christianity. And to that point... Um, the disgust with the Lil Nas X video reminded me about the history of sexuality, which is a multi-volume study with a self-explanatory title written by Michel Foucault. Uh, he's a French philosopher, and his work is known for revolving around power dynamics, uh, which are always present. And it's not an easy read, but I'll try my best to explain it, um, giving you a brief history. But there are a lot of nuances that I'm not going to get into because um, it's a lot. So, uh, Foucault looked at how the discourse on sex uh, changed over time because, you know, he wondered why sex is taboo, why so many people are uncomfortable talking about it, why heteronormativity is still dominant. And keep in mind, he wrote this in the 70s, and uh, this is all still relevant today, right? heterosexuality is considered the norm, quote-unquote the norm. So Foucault theorizes that sex wasn't technically repressed, but that institutions of power, uh, meaning the church and state and schools and medical institutions, 
wanted to control sex because sex is power. If you control sex, you control the population. And these institutions created and held on to that power by explicitly talking about sex in specific ways and created systems that would justify what they're saying. Foucault calls this the deployment of sexuality. And that's honestly so fascinating to me. Like fucked up, but fascinating that something becomes taboo, not because people just stop talking about it suddenly, but because people in power intentionally shifted the way people talk about it. They gained control over the discourse, uh, which then controlled behavior. It's insidious, really. Um, and it makes sense because if you look at ancient pre-Christian civilizations and societies, people were so much more open about sex, right? I mean, the Kama Sutra being a prime example, a, a literal manual on sex and eroticism. Um, people talk about the Kama Sutra today and, and they blush and giggle. So you have to wonder, how did we get here? Like, how did institutions of power deploy sexuality for their purposes? Uh, before the turn of the 19th century, uh, for hundreds of years, mind you, before the 19th century, uh, Foucault talks about the perverse implantation, uh, which is basically just a fancy way of claiming this is how sexuality should be, and if you're not doing it this way, then you're wrong and proper and gross. And how did institutions justify that? Canonical and civil law, meaning your Christian pastor would tell you, God wants men and women to be together to procreate, just like Adam and Eve. Now, this is canonical law because it's it's in the Bible. And, of course, you have the classic scare tactic that, you know, if you sleep with anyone other than the opposite sex and you're a sinner and you're going to hell, are you having sinful desires? It's okay. Just confess and ask for forgiveness. So here you can start to see what Foucault is talking about when he explains that sex wasn't repressed, right? Not exactly. The church wants you to talk about your sexual desires. They want you to confess so that you can feel guilty about them if it doesn't line up with their views. Um, but that's not enough by itself. So then you add the law of marriage on top of that. You need to have an official document. That's where these institutions of power, church and state, are sort of teaming up. Um, God wants a man and a woman to be together, and only a marriage between a man and a woman is officially recognized. And you want to be recognized, right? Because there's a slew of legal and social benefits to being married, right? And again, this has been going on for hundreds of years. And then in the 19th century, uh, you still have canonical and civil law. I mean, obviously, we, we still see it today. But back in the 19th century, Western civilization starts to turn towards science to uh, understand sex because knowledge is power, right? Um, and this, again, shifts the sexual discourse, this time towards uh, a biology of reproduction and a medicine of sex. Um, the focus on the biology of reproduction suits those Christian beliefs, right? Uh, if you want to reproduce, then biologically you need to have these two reproductive organs, uh, a man and a woman. And they teach this in sex ed in school, right? Like, a man has to insert his penis into a woman's vagina. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my sex ed teacher sounded like. Um, and so by teaching sex in this way, sex is reinforced as a binary. And then anything outside of that binary is a sexual deviance. You know, anyone who isn't straight must be mentally ill. So 
you have medical institutions try to treat, quote-unquote, treat these deviances in horrible, horrible ways. It's outrageous, right? Uh, thankfully, healthcare has advanced quite a bit. But think about it. You mix all these things together over hundreds of years. The church, marriage laws, sex ed, sexual deviance, medicine. And what you get is this narrative that everyone should fit this heterosexual Christian mold. And if you don't fit the mold, then you are the other. And that's why in 2021, we're still debating same-sex marriage. That's why some states are prohibiting medical treatment to transgender folks. That's why Christians are outraged when a gay black man creates art that doesn't fit their narrative. Obviously, society's come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. Heteronormativity is something we have to unlearn among other things. I know there's a lot to cover, and that was just barely skimming the surface of Foucault's work, but I think it's important to understand. I just want to live in a world where Lil Nas X can slide down a stripper pole to hell, and it doesn't break the internet. Thanks for listening, and God bless you.